0: Welcome to this episode of the Elite Advisor Blueprint Podcast with your host, Brad Johnson. Brad's the VP of Advisor Development at Advisors Excel, the largest independent insurance brokerage company in the U.S. He's also a regular contributor to Investment News, the Wall Street Journal, and other industry publications. Welcome to the Elite Advisor Blueprint, the podcast for world-class financial advisors. I'm Brad Johnson, VP of Advisor Development at Advisors Excel, and it's my goal to distill the best ideas and advice from top thought leaders and apply it to the world of independent financial advising. On today's show, we have another episode in the Virtual Advisor Series. For those of you tuning in, maybe the first version of this, The whole idea behind the virtual advisor series is to help you financial advisors out there navigate this new digital world, making the leap from bricks and mortar to the digital world, whether it's seminars to webinars, whether it's meetings now on Zoom, over virtual video conferencing. Today's guest is Joshua B. Lee, and we dive deep into LinkedIn strategy. So how can I create another marketing funnel as it relates to LinkedIn? And Joshua B. Lee is the foremost expert I've ever come across. He's helped major players in the thought leader and author space improve their LinkedIn presence. Names like Dan Sullivan, John Maxwell, Joe Polish, and many more. Today, Josh and I talk about how you can use LinkedIn as a tool to educate, inspire, and connect with your ideal audience and clients down the road without selling or spamming. Here are just a few highlights of what we get into. Number one, the power of LinkedIn for your business and what sets it apart from every other social media platform. Number two, how to increase your social selling index score something I didn't even know existed before my conversation with Josh and get maximum organic traffic to your LinkedIn profile page. Don't miss Josh's complete walkthrough that outlines the exact updates you can make to your LinkedIn profile page in order to show up in search results and make a lasting impression with prospects. And number three, how to use LinkedIn sales navigator as a social listening tool to find your ideal clients and then develop a relationship with them once again, without spamming. Added bonus, Josh actually showed us how to use Sales Navigator to look at local industries, local businesses, potentially of which you have clients connected with, and see who has gotten a new job in the last 60 to 90 days. With over 20 million unemployed Americans currently, this is a huge opportunity for you as a financial advisor out there. Okay, before we get to the episode, as you can tell, dealing with LinkedIn, we did a lot of screen sharing during this conversation. So if you're listening on audio right now, go out to bradleyjohnson.com forward slash 75, which are the show notes. That's where we have YouTube videos for every single episode. You'll want to catch this on the YouTube channel as a lot of the things that Josh walks through, he actually gives us visuals, shows us right in Sales Navigator exactly how these concepts work. So make sure if you're listening on audio, it's probably worth a pause, pull it up on YouTube, and then when he goes back and forth on these examples, you'll be able to see exactly what he's talking about. Number two, if you're just now catching this episode, this episode has been live for almost a month now as it was originally live streamed as part of our virtual advisor series. So one of the things I'm doing is I'm live streaming these conversations as they happen, so there's no delay to get this timely information out there. So if you aren't already, go out to bradleyjohnson.com forward slash virtual advisor. That'll give you a link directly to our private Facebook group to join over 500 other advisors from around the world that are navigating this new digital world as well. Many of our past guests, Josh included, are members of this group. They've answered questions in there. Josh was also kind enough. He dropped three different gives in there, including what he calls daily LinkedIn, which are the daily activities you need to take to bump the organic reach based on LinkedIn's algorithm. So all of those are linked right in the private Facebook group, so you can get them there. So with that, Thanks for listening, and without further delay, my conversation with Joshua B. Lee. We've got Joshua B. Lee here with us. Before we even do any intros, just so people know it's worth sticking around, Josh, why don't you just drop some LinkedIn knowledge on people? Because I know you've got—you could teach a masterclass when it comes to LinkedIn.
1: Let's do it, man. Just in case everyone's like, "All right, these two were done. I've got to use the restroom, and they just never come back," right? All right, let's do it. All right. So everyone can see my screen. Let me open up here. I always love... It's always great to start with a LinkedIn tip. So let's go into it. This is the biggest thing I think that pushed people away from LinkedIn, far above everything else. It's the kind of messages we get, right? We get spam 24-7. And I have to admit, I'm probably... you know, I've probably done these in my past and I know you probably have as well. So let's kind of go over them just because they just need to be said and let's get the elephant out of the room to kick it off. So I'm sure we've got this one. I mean, Brad's wearing a blue shirt. I noticed we have blue shirts in common. You know, we, you got we've all gotten that. Voice. Like, oh my God, we should be friends. You got a blue shirt. I'm wearing a blue shirt. Let's do this. And we really didn't plan that. <laughs> we've got the next ones. Do you have 15 minutes to talk to a total stranger? The next is interested in agile, destructive, blockchain, blah, blah, blah. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. You know, there's someone that's just trying to hit whatever popular hashtag mm-hmm. right now to be able to grab you. The next one. I run a team that can help you with whatever you do, because I have no clue. I'm just going through and randomly selecting people that I think might fit my avatar. We've got the, I'm so busy networking. I don't have time to write a note. Now, Brad, I'm going to tell you, every time I get one of these, it's just an automatic delete. If you don't take two seconds out to even try and spam me, you're just really being lazy. So unless I know you, make sure you say something like, hey, I saw you on that podcast or I saw you on that live stream with Brad Johnson, and I just want to reach out and connect. So you got to be able to put a message in there. Next is, if you accept this, I will thank you with a nonstop sales pitch. Those are, those are my favorite. As soon as you accept, you get the next pitch. And then the one that we really want that we rarely get is someone you might actually know. So everyone's either received, I guarantee it or done it and been victim of it. So the better way to be able to do this, let's just show everyone right now. A lot of y'all probably know this guy, Gary Vee, right? If you look, he's got almost 2 million followers. How are you going to get past the the BS, the spam, everything else that he's doing to be able to get someone like this to actually connect? Well, no matter who it is, you can actually go past all the doorkeepers on LinkedIn. This is what I love, but you need to take the time out to do it. If you're going to do that, what I want you to think about is when you're on your mobile app, don't hit that Connect Now button. Hit the More button. The More brings up another page that gives us this page right here. It allows us to do a personalized invite. Again, we do not want to smash the connect button because that sends a blank message out. Always, always, always send a personal message. I don't care what it might be. Personalize it. People connect with other people. It's a human thing. Last, send that message, like I said. As you see with mine, hey, Gary, both are free and Freedom Fastlane. We're in Austin. I'm at South by Southwest. Love what you do on LinkedIn. Boom, it's just a quick, short message. But within 48 hours, I was able to connect with them. So this is the one tip that I tell you. Everyone above all else, if you're reaching out to connect, make sure there's a reason why. Don't just do it just because we both have blue shirts in common. (laughs) So that's what I got to be able to start Uh, us off, Brad.
0: Awesome, awesome stuff. So I want to give a little bit of context of why this conversation is happening and how it came to be. Because I know we're on live. I know, hey, people need value right now. And if we don't hit them with that, they're not going to stick around. So, 100%. The Virtual Advisor Series, for those of you that listen to my podcast, The Elite Advisor Blueprint, we serve independent financial advisors all over the country. And we bring experts like Josh on to say, hey, how can we help you take your practice to the next level? And as you see, Josh and I are both live from our bedrooms here in this new uh, virtual world we all literally found ourselves in overnight. And so the whole Virtual Advisor Series came to be, I said, hey, we've got this serious need out there. There's a bunch of financial advisors whose business model has been upended overnight, very brick and mortar business model, as you know, Josh, now oh, yeah. it's a hundred percent virtual. So I reached out to some experts that I knew and I said, Hey, would you be willing to come on, donate some of your time and just serve a bunch of advisors out there? And you were kind enough to accept. And just so you know, I mean, this isn't your first run at LinkedIn. So maybe who are some of the people that some of the financial advisors out there might know that you've served with kind of their LinkedIn strategy in the past?
1: Yeah, no worries. I mean, I've been blessed. and
0: One thing. So this is because I'm a rookie at this and we're all experimenting together. So if you happen to be watching in on Facebook, I know we're live on Twitter. I'm not sure where all, but anywhere that you want to invite an advisor. Periscope. Periscope. Yes. I mean, we're bringing it back, baby. So uh, if you're out there and you want to share this, if you've got another advisor buddy, a friend that could serve to learn here from Josh, Now's the time to go down and on Facebook. I know you start a watch party and this allows you to share it either with individuals within groups that this can serve on your own page. Please go ahead and start that up and just throw it back in the chat that you started a watch party. So the team can let me know. We'll give you a little shout out here. So with that, Josh, why, why don't you give a little bit of your background, maybe some people you've served and some of the the context of how you came to the spot that you're at now?
1: Yeah, no worries. So my background. Let's go with that. It's always a good way to be able to start and say why I even have the opportunity to sit on uh, on the other side of this with you, Brad. So my background. I started my first company back in two thousand two. Prior to that, I was in the real estate, going to college, got my broker's license, doing that whole thing, and had the opportunity to kind of get in the online advertising space. One of my clients was one. As a company, really, most people have even forgotten about at this point in time, but they were fairly significant in starting the whole social kickoff of of online social aspects, which is MySpace, right? MySpace, Mm -hmm. most people forgot about them. So I used to monetize. I, I had the opportunity to kind of come in, and one of my first contracts was to monetize all of their traffic. Back then, we did arbitrage, which was buy low, sell high. So which I'm talking to financial advisors, they probably know (laughs) more so about what that word means than a lot of people I talk to. So we would actually be able to take that traffic from MySpace and work with companies like Yahoo back then and be able to make money on the margins. We would buy that traffic for less than a tenth of a penny and then sell to other traffic and other clicks and other advertisers for anywhere from $5 to $100. So we make that money on the margin. Back then it was crazy, right? I mean, this is the Wild Wild West. So we were doing a couple million dollars a, a month in net revenue. It was it was insane. In my early twenties, I mean, that was a blessing and a curse. Amazing to be able to have that opportunity, but at the same time, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's like I'm trying to build a business, trying to do this, and I made a lot of mistakes, but I made some good you know decisions as well. I, I built many different companies in that online space and then about 5 years ago i actually was running about 10 different companies and you know looking back you know i had on the outside looking in i, I had everything you know like multiple companies not worry about money wife kids house cars travel all that kind of stuff you know good sized company and i wasn't i was miserable i was living a life that just wasn't happy because everything was around the money aspect i was 40 pounds than day i'm now never been overweight in my life my relationships were monetary and I had no vision about where I was going. I just knew where I was at. I mean, I'm sure financial advisors probably see people like that all the time. And I reset my life and walked away from everything, moved back in with my parents at 36 and restarted everything. And I, and I kind of looked back and said, I want to take the knowledge I did. And what do I really want to do? How do I want to really connect? And that word connect was what really got me And I started playing around on LinkedIn and the biggest thing was most people didn't understand the of traffic versus actually engagement. And some of the, one of those big things, I mean, like, look, I personally manage over $100 million in ads. And my companies have done over $300 million. Um, I've controlled over 35 trillion online impressions. And in all that time, I'm not sure if I actually helped anyone. Mm-hmm. So that was that biggest transition for me is how do I actually help people actually connect and engage with their audience? And LinkedIn was a platform, it still is today, that was underserved, underutilized. And we really went in there and started looking on how many people are going in there and just really not doing it right. And we're like, how do we do this better? How do we actually teach marketers how to be human online? And that's kind of where we started. We started kind of going through and working on my own profile and others. And then we got access to amazing people. People that I, like you said, I used to read their books on how to be able to start my companies back in the day. Some people that you may or may not know, Dan Sullivan, John Maxwell, Joe Polish. The list goes on. I mean, we've got some other big names and there's some people I can talk about some people I can't. But it's, it's been an honor being able to really help them on LinkedIn to educate, inspire, and draw in their audience so they never have to sell or spam them. And yeah. it really creates a huge opportunity in this world. Brad, like, you know, I man, with, with COVID right now, whatever we thought was going to be after this yeah. is gone. It's wiped clean. And whatever we planned for, for the next 20 years has been white clean. We had the pr- opportunity to start now. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to do something that I could stand in front of my kids and be proud of and really create change and make this world a better place, working with amazing people like yourself as well, to be able to do that, do it better than what we were doing before. So,
0: that's awesome, man. Well, and it's
1: hopefully not to too long-winded.
0: They're like, no, wow. no. I love the background. It says a lot about. I see that a lot. People that had success like you very early on, and then they start to figure out, hey, maybe that's not what it's all about. It's not about the money. It's about the relationships and and the high value that you can uh, bring to yeah. others. So let's transition here, and okay. I'm going to throw this out for. Okay, so obviously this goes without saying. We're we're in such a new world, financial services doesn't quite know how to keep up, and that includes compliance and suitability. So I'm just going to probably spam this throughout everything. It's if you're an advisor out there, whether you're an RIA broker dealer, uh, independent insurance advisor, you all live in different regulatory bodies, and every single I mean I've probably seen a hundred different BDs with a hundred different compliance guidelines. So before you take any of what Josh is about to share, step number one, start with compliance and suitability, because we want to make sure, obviously, anything we're sharing here does not ever come back to haunt you. And right now, social media, the virtual world we're all talking about, and the reason we're doing this is because nobody's got it figured out. So start with compliance and suitability first before you run with any of this. So we'll probably say that a few more times, Josh. So Also, one other thing that goes without saying, because we are live and because Josh gave us his time, I can take live... Questions and comments. So feed those into whatever social platform you're on. My team's monitoring them and bringing kind of the best questions over on my side. And as they fit in context, I'll feed them to Josh as well. So. Josh, and
1: all the ones that don't qualify as the best questions, I'll go back in and answer them for you. So don't <laughs> worry about <it. laughs> President. Hey. Whatever the best questions are, we're going to answer. And I'm like, well, you hundred percent. Let's. But I'm going to go back. I promise to everyone. Ask as many questions as you want, and I promise I will go back in and answer everyone.
0: Well, and the other thing too, Josh. And we're <laughs> going to get to kind of three core ideas here. Yeah. You've been super kind. You've actually gifted us PDFs and frameworks that you use with your clients that pay you a lot of money to do that work. And you said, Hey, I'm here to serve during this time. So you're actually, my team's going to be dropping those in the private Facebook we created for this community, the virtual advisor. Basically you search for that on Facebook, the virtual advisor If you just want to go there and get access to everything that Josh is talking about, he team's going to drop it in there as he covers it. So if you want it immediately, don't wait around, just go there right now. So and the
1: cool thing is Brad, you let me in the group too. So if they join the group, And they have a question for me directly. They can ask me in that group too while they're getting those PDFs. So that's even, you know, I'm excited. You're like, Josh, will you jump in the group and add value in there? And I was like, of course, 100%. So excited about that too.
0: I appreciate that, man. And because I know your time's very valuable. So don't take this for granted, y'all. I mean, you heard the names that he literally just dropped there. Those are big time performers. And so you're getting some insider access that most people don't literally get unless they pay Josh a pretty hefty sum to do it so with that you hit three key frameworks i you were on a how we got introduced was a uh, zoom like this in john broman's family basically the the front row dads group front row dads. and yeah. literally within five minutes i'm like i've been on linkedin for a decade and josh just blew my mind so let's get to that stuff so <laughs> let's um, do it man I, where do you want to start profile ssi what where do you want to go with this Let's go in, man. I mean, this is
1: the to be able to get everything started, right? I mean, it really starts with your profile because I think that's the biggest thing. So many people like. Before we go in, I want to kind of just ask a question to the group, and I want everyone to start commenting why, as soon as you kind of which way you go. Like, are you on LinkedIn or are you actively using it? So I yeah. comment either on or actively or active. You know, because I want to. That's the biggest thing. Because so many people are like, "Well, I've got LinkedIn." Like, well, cool. What do you do? Well, I kind of look at it occasionally. Or there's the other people that are super active on it and they're still not getting those opportunities. So that's the real thing. Yeah, I want to be able to see is like, cause I see so many times, like, I'm like, when I ask that question, maybe two out of a hundred people raise their hands and actively using it. So that's a huge thing. And that's why we want to start off with talking about the profile, because and mean, that's the tip of your spear. When what we do to educate, inspire, and draw an audience is rather than having to sell or, or pitch them to be able to get in. Get an LTV, a lifetime value, in a client that goes through the roof when they choose to be part of working with you. You want to make sure that your profile is set up because, Brad, dude, I think you and I talked about it, but about three years ago, Microsoft purchased LinkedIn mm. for twenty four point six billion dollars cash. I mean, their largest cash purchase ever, and they've had a massive return. They're integrating it in everything. So, if you think that your profile you set up is not up to date. Guess what? It's going across Outlook, it's going across Skype, it's going across Word, it's going across sell all their different properties. They didn't just buy the platform to, you know, really other than really leverage that information that's on there for everyone across the Microsoft products and services. So let's start there, man. Let's start talking about that hey, profile I don't, that I don't want to make sure out.
0: I don't want to steal your thunder, but financial advisors are all about demographics when it comes to marketing. And you okay. you dropped some serious knowledge as far as the demographics on LinkedIn compared to Facebook. So yeah. that might be something. That, Let's do that, man. I yeah. mean, hey, it's it's your show. I'm just on <laughs>
1: <laughs> You guide me, man. That's what I'm here to be able to answer the question. So, yeah, demographics. So, this is an interesting part, right? I mean, when you talk about demographics, one of those big things that I see is everyone's like, well, every all my clients are on Facebook. Why? Why do you believe that? It? It's because that's what you've heard everyone else say. And it's such a nice misnomer. Yes, there's a lot of people on Facebook. But know your audience. Like me, I work with a lot of people that have high-end products or services. A lot of my clients have reoccurring products or services that range anywhere from $5,000 a month to $50,000 a month. And based on you know, disposable income, those clients aren't always on Facebook. So when you talk about income-wise, average incomes on Twitter, you're looking at around $48,000 a year. On Facebook, it's about $64,000 a year. The amazing thing, like this is where, now, before I get into it, let's see. Let's see who comments and let's see the different guesses. <laughs> now, I can't see it, but I always love to kind of go back and look at it. Like, okay, I just gave you those two numbers, 48 and 64, right? So comment below and tell us, You know, give us your best guess. And if you can hit it dead on, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll do something special. I'll think about what I can and do. If do my, it, if my team wants
0: to feed a few of those guesses in, I'll read them off here as they come in. So yeah. So the question is, what is the average annual income of a LinkedIn user? user?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So here's the answer. Okay. Now we gave everyone a little bit of time. So let's see. I mean, even if you're not watching it live, I still want to kind of go back in the average income right now. Now this is, Let's be let's be real. This is pre-COVID, but I don't think it's changed. I think I, I think it's actually gone up because more people have went to other social channels, and the real users that aren't trying to spam or everything like that are actually staying on LinkedIn that are looking to be able to add those values. Logan so, says
0: yeah. 100K, okay. Right. Patty says 120. Matthew 65. Patty revised hers to 150. <laughs> Christian 150. So anybody close, 85, we're getting a few more.
1: Well, the 20, 120, so it's 118 and 118 some change. Thousand. So that's the average. I mean, it's not, there's never, you know, I'm giving very rounded numbers, but it's like 118, 695 or something like that. But, so
0: does it does it count if Patty was the closest, but she had four different numbers? Is that is that a win? <laughs> I mean, hey, that's the way to
1: play the numbers, right? Like, well, everyone's giving one guess. Patty's like, <laughs> I'm going to guess a whole bunch. I mean, at least one's got to hit, right? <laughs> Love like playing it. the lottery. The more <laughs> the more tickets you buy, the better your odds are of either losing more money or or actually winning. So no, that's awesome. So I mean that's the biggest thing, right? We want to be able to work with people that have a higher disposable income now more than ever. Because if they're gonna be able to afford it, they need to be able to have that disposable income to be able to afford what you offer. So that's why I love LinkedIn because not only that, your average more than 50% or more of the people. On LinkedIn, have a college degree or higher, so you have an educated audience, and you have an audience as a higher disposable income than other platforms.
0: Pretty good start. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's and, one and, reason. So, yeah. And in our space, obviously, a lot of advisors are trying to climb that investable asset ladder, so that that obviously aligns really well there. Maybe we go here. Obviously, you know, you look at Facebook; that's probably more B to C, and I would assume you've got some opportunity for B to B a little bit more on LinkedIn. That. People.
1: Well, you know, you know, my saying, right? There is no B2B or B2C. There's only h to h human human, because every company is run by another human mm-hmm. being. I'll be honest, Brad. I mean, B2B and B2C were developed by marketers like me mm-hmm. years ago to diversify ad spend. That's truly a lot of what it was. I get it. We go through, but everything. There's always a company is not run by a company, it's run by other human beings. You're always yeah. speaking to another human. So, you're right. It's just, there's different demographics that go on there. I mean, people are going on Facebook. I mean, there's a huge opportunity there, but they really go on Facebook to be able to, for the most part, lose themselves in someone else's life, to be able to kind of step out of their own and, and step into someone else's. LinkedIn, what we see is people are going there to be able to either get information to make a decision or to educate themselves on making a decision. Or to, you know, you're looking at, when you look at 45% of all social media traffic to your homepage comes from LinkedIn. When you're talking about all the different social medias, when 45% of all that traffic to your homepage from social media is coming from LinkedIn, that makes me pause and go, oh, wow, do I have to write links set up? Do I have my company page set up? Do I have my personal page set up? Because that's where people are doing the research. Most people make their do all the research well before they ever talk to you to make a decision,
0: a buying decision. So we chatted before this just to make sure. Number one, you know, we share value here that was going to hit home for advisors out there. And by the way, if you're just joining us, if you happen to be on Facebook and you've got advisors out there, buddies you met at a conference, somebody that's you haven't seen for ten years but you think is trying to navigate this virtual world right along with the rest of us, please start a watch party. Share it with them. I think you can even put their own name in the profile, send them a message. There's all kinds of ways. But so, Josh, I think even as you were explaining to me the difference between live streaming, which we're doing right now. So we're on Facebook. Yeah. LinkedIn has a different approach to live streaming, which speaks to kind of the high value and the, what the content they're trying to put on the platform. Can you share that? Cause I think I had no clue. And I think most financial advisors out there don't know how that works.
1: I mean, look, you know, right now we're all at home and we have a little bit more time on our hands to try and figure out what to do. And I mean, everyone becomes an expert at this point right i mean and that's what facebook we go on there's so much additional noise everyone with a phone or a camera is taking it out and going well i'm gonna hell i'm gonna tell everyone what i what i think and what's going Mm -hmm. on and i mean it's hard i mean look most of my friends are doing it they are in this world where they actually connect and engage and they are amazing educators in the space of online traffic and online media. But there's just so many others. And LinkedIn really wanted to be different. right? They're all about not how much you spend, but how much you can engage with your audience and what value you bring to the platform. So just like we talked, you've got to be able to get approved to get it LinkedIn Live. And they're very, very selective on what they're going in. So if you do get access to that, they want to make sure the information and the person and all that is very curated. And that's what I really appreciate about that. I mean, it's amazing what you're getting access to. So, the fastest way to be able to get access to LinkedIn Live right now is you need to have your own podcast. You need to have some kind of where you've been live, you've been doing shows, whatever it might be, a YouTube mm-hmm. channel, things like that, to be able to show them that you know what you're doing, and you know what you're talking about. Because so if you don't have that, you're going to be waitlisted for, for a long time. Now, they are making changes and we'll see how this all plays out. It was supposed to be in a quarter. And then, as I said, when we start, right? everything's different. Everything's yeah. new. By end of quarter, everyone was supposed to have access to LinkedIn live via their company page. So not everyone could see it. Only people that follow your LinkedIn company page, you could actually LinkedIn live to. Mm. Reason why they do that is one, it, it separates out the, you know, the content so They don't have a whole bunch of videos. And two, let's just be real. Every company does want to make money. And that's the yeah. only place that you can actually do advertising, just like on Facebook. So I'm not sure where, and that is on release, but that will be coming up. But if you want to personally have LinkedIn Live to your entire audience on your as your as a human to human, as a person, you're going to have to submit for access to that.
0: Cool. Thanks for hitting that. So yeah. we've got three things we haven't even really got to yet. So yeah. let's pull those up. And by the way, uh, I've got a team that is pulling questions. So live viewer questions right now. So if you have them as we go, Feed them into that chat, and Josh sounds like he's going to go back and answer all of these after the fact, and he's going to be in the 100%. private Facebook group. So, if you are not a part of the Virtual Advisor Facebook group yet, go in there. Not only is Josh going to share all this stuff for free as far as these PDFs we're talking about, but he's also going to answer some questions live as he's already in the group. So, do we want to go to Rocking Your Profile? Do we want to go to SSI? Sure, man. What's, let's which one makes let's, more sense.
1: Let's go into let's talk SSI first. You're right. Okay. I mean, I, I know we're kind of going there, and I really want to kind of bring that out. So. This is something that a lot of people don't know, and I always like to ask, right? Too, who here that's watching right now or watching later, whatever it might be, whenever you get to this point, who's heard of the Social Selling Index score on LinkedIn? So just comment yes or no, because I mean, look, I'm giving a lot of information out. This helps me as well, too. The more people that I get to know and I get to see, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about statistics. I want to know who knows about it, who doesn't. So it's not just for that. It's, you're helping me help you, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. Please comment. Let me know if you've ever heard of this because it's really, really important. I mean, Brad, when you and I talked, I don't think that you had heard of it either.
0: No, I, th- I think it was 0% on a group of probably 20 entrepreneurs that you were doing a private call with. Yeah. Yeah, so if you can just throw a yes or no. SSI is, and what's the actual acronym stand for? Social Selling Index Score. So, if you, so do you know what Social Selling Index Score is on LinkedIn? Yes, no, feed it into the chat. And my team will just spam some yeses or nos in here, so we kind of get some context. But um, I'm going to be yeah, really surprised. It's going to be some rock star advisors if I I think or some very. I mean, heck,
1: look, advisors. believe me, Brad. I run across all the time. I run across quote unquote LinkedIn experts because they took a course, and I'll ask them, and they don't know. So this kind of separates people out because LinkedIn's algorithm is built around this. It really allows. We spent years on Facebook getting all these likes to our pages, and now we actually have to pay to get in front of them. While organic reach on LinkedIn is like Facebook 2008. It's amazing, but you have to be able to get within the algorithm. And this is what it's based around. It helps you be able to get a good score and be able to help you identify if you're doing the right things that LinkedIn wants. They will reward you for actually engaging and connecting to your audience. Hmm. So that's what we want to be able to do. So let me share the screen. All right. So
0: as you're sharing so far, we're hundred percent on So Josh says no, <laughs> Christian says no, Drew says no. So yeah, I haven't got a yes yet. We'll see. Maybe one will come through here. Logan says You Sofino. see my screen? Yeah. Yep. You're All good. right.
1: So and if you haven't heard of it, two ways to go do it. I mean, you can go to standardauthority.com slash SSI to be able to pull your school or look, I'm just hundred percent real. Go to Google, type in SSI LinkedIn. You have to be logged into your LinkedIn and you can pull your score up. So while I'm showing this, if you want to be able to do that, I would love that. Go to, you know, pull up your SSI score and then let's start seeing everyone's scores too, because it's zero out of a hundred.
0: Yeah. yeah. Please, right. oh, please post your score in the chat. We'll get a consistent. We did get one. Yes. So Matthew says yes. So he okay. didn't know what SSI is and we got, there we to go.
1: Know. So, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to once we go through this, I'm going to show everyone, that's what the PDF is that I gave Brad and his team on how to be able to take your score to where it needs to be to get maximum organic reach. So let's go into how your score is based out, right? So one of it's about establishing your personal brand. The next is finding the right people, engaging with insights, and building relationships. So your score is broken into four different parts. What you want to kind of think about is, you know, what are you doing? How are you actually doing these things? Are you finding people that you're connected with? Are you just connecting with everyone? Are you engaging on posts? Are you actually sharing about your company? These are things that are really, really important. Now, your score that comes in, here's the different one we've seen historically, that if you've got a score of 30 and below, it's kind of like your SAT test, right? If they give you 300 points for putting your name on it, yay! So I'm not trying to be cognizant of anyone, but if you've got a zero to 30, you put your name on it. Good job. You're probably not doing much. That's one of those people, right? Remember I asked in the beginning, are you active on LinkedIn or do you just have a LinkedIn? There's That's a huge distinction on using the platform. Now, if you're a 30 to, let's say 65, you're someone that's kind of, you look at LinkedIn occasionally, you're reading a lot of people's posts, but that's about it. You're not really doing much of your own. Now, what LinkedIn looks for is 70 and above. These are what they, they consider leaders. These are people that are doing, that are establishing the personal brand. They're connecting with the right people. They're engaging on other people's comments. And they're building strong, quality relationships. And when they see that, that puts you within the LinkedIn algorithm. They go, this person doing what we want. They're adding value to the platform. They're adding value to others. Let's reward them by showing their content and their profile to more people. And the more people that we get put in front of, the more
0: opportunity that comes our way. So Josh, a few questions for you there. And we've got some scores coming in. So Drew's at a 47, Josh is at a 52. You've worked with some big names that have big platforms, whether it's (laughs) coaching platforms, authors. Does that really matter? Have you had some big names that were like 30s and 40s on there because they just weren't active? I mean, what's the consensus
1: there? (laughs) (laughs) When I started with, um, I mean, let's just talk Dan Sullivan, strategic coach, right? He didn't even have a profile. When we started, so we had a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens all the time. So you want to talk about fresh out the boat? I mean, Dan is an amazing strategic coach of posting, but they didn't have him as a personal profile. And I mean, it's so important. It's not just your company brand; it's you as a person. People connect and buy to from other people. They brands are great, but it's the people behind them that drive the force. You know, that's what people want. They want that that connection, especially now more than ever. In this digital world, that we're all really having to just be slammed in front of, we need to be more human online. So they want to connect with another human. being. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've had many different people from random different scores. You know, we've had people that tried to game the system and got a good score, but they weren't getting the, the opportunity on the other side because it was the content they were putting out or it was just different pieces like that. So, it really is important not just to be able to be talking about yourself. And we, and we can touch on, you know, how to be able to post too a little bit
0: as well. Yeah, so a couple of questions. We've got a few more scores coming in. Yeah. So, Christian's a forty-six. Dan's a sixty-six. Nice. Dan in the UK, by the way. So we're live in the UK. Um, worldwide, pit bull style, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you
1: can tell we've been locked in the house for for you know a couple.
0: Of our weeks. jokes, my bad jokes, are funny now. If you if you're locked away long enough. How long does it take before progress is seen? And I know you're going to get into a framework of posting here in a second, but. Yeah. Can you see results pretty you quick can, as far as that you score? You can
1: see results fairly quickly. And and if you start doing what I've got on the PDF that I'm sharing to the group, and you can get your score 70
0: above, under 30 days or less. Wow. And, and by I, doing that, what, now your content's rising to the top. Right.
1: And that's what we want to be able to do because now you'll show up not in your content, but your profile gets searched, So you start showing up in more search results. And that's why we, next we're going to get the profile because that's important. If you start doing this, bring your SSI score up and start showing up more LinkedIn search results and getting people to look at your content and your profile is outdated or not put together correctly, you're just missing out on an opportunity. So why would you ever do that? That's why it's so important to be able to, first and foremost, outside of all this, making sure your profile with any client, I took on a client today and I said, all right, cool. Get back. You know, We gave them all the different things. When your profile and company profile are done. We'll start because, well, I want to start now. If we get you going right now, everything that we drive to you is just going to be lost. And I mean, that's, I don't, I hate to waste time. Time is the only thing that we don't have. It's not a renewable resource. Right. It's the only thing we can't get back.
0: Makes sense. And and, I mean, you don't want to send traffic to somewhere where there's like, no, thanks. See you later. So it's like
1: sending to a broken link, like a 404 page. And you're like, wow, I just spilled a whole bunch of money (laughs) and... That did nothing because I didn't take, it didn't take all the necessary steps to just make sure the, the T's are crossed and the I's were dotted.
0: Cool. So let's go anything else on SSI before we move. And that's in the or, basics of it. You um, want to get to you know, your post framework? Cause I think that's really, I mean, it's fairly simple and you, yeah, I mean, we can definitely talk
1: about that, but again, let's talk about the profile because okay. everyone's going to go, they're going to start posting. And if they don't, you heard me say it time yep. and time again. I mean, make sure your profile's on point now. We've got a rock your profile PDF that I gave you that your team's going to share within the group. So again, make sure everyone, if you're not in the group, make sure you join that group You'll be able to get access to that, pro, that PDF because I'm trying to make sure that I help everyone right now as much as possible so we can all rise up together. As an entrepreneur, I need to be able to help other amazing entrepreneurs like yourself so we can all be able to, the more I help y'all be able to really Add value to the platform, the better we all rise up and the better we all do. And it gets rid of the people that are not doing the right thing. So let's go on a profile first, Brad, if you don't mind.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Go for it. And I think And I'll right share
1: mine, right? I'll use mine as I won't use yours. I'll use mine yeah, as, don't,
0: a... Hey, don't make fun of me live in front of an audience here. Let's <laughs> Let's go with you.
1: <laughs> so, you know, let's go through the different basics, right? I mean, so when you're looking at your profile, here's my profile. And Remember, if anyone you all, if anyone reaches out to be able to connect with me on LinkedIn, we talked about it right at the beginning, make sure you send a message. Hey, I saw you on Brad Johnson's uh, podcast, live stream, whatever it might be, video. And this is the value I got. I love to be able to connect with you. If you do that, I promise you I'm going to connect with you. And I, I share a ton of free stuff there too. So first and foremost, I want you all to look at this picture, right? We've got a basic picture. It's me, white background. It's not, you know, me at the beach. It's not me. I think Tinder, you're always supposed to have a fish or you're supposed to have an animal, but it's not Instagram where I'm you know, riding a roller coaster. It's a, it is a professional platform, but you don't see me. Just like right now, I'm not wearing suit and tie. I, I'm not going to wear a suit. I mean, look, I want people to know who I am. I want to draw my right audience and I want to repel the audience that is not my right audience. So take a picture on a solid white background and wear what you normally would wear what you want to wear every day to be able to connect with your customers that they're going to be okay with of who you are. Cool picture. Cool. Next.
0: I always and, make sure. And, and by see- the way, Josh, I just, yeah. because I know we're in a instant gratification society right now, especially when we've been locked in our home for a month straight. Um, yeah. The team, if you're watching this live anywhere, you go into the private Facebook group. So if you go to the virtual advisor, just search for that on Facebook or the website is actual the virtualadvisorseries.com. My team's literally sharing these as we are live here. So they're available. They should be available right in the chat and the live stream links to games awesome. all of this.
1: Now, don't just jump off and go get that PDF because I'm going to share a little bit more than what's even on the PDF. So make sure you
0: now. <laughs> I'm not, but get I'm not trying PDF. to redirect your traffic here, by the way, either. Yeah, stay here for sure.
1: <laughs> stay here, stay on point. But you know, I mean, it's a, uh, make sure we get that stuff. And that's awesome that the team's doing that. So, you know, when you're looking at profile, we talked about picture. Next thing you want to make sure to do is put something up here. Like it can be, talk about what you do. Like you've only got my logo down here a little bit, but you know, I'm talking about, I do engagement marketing. I do it on LinkedIn. I attract, influence, convert, and grow. Have something that represents you. This is the second thing that people can see when they actually go to your profile. Now, if they're searching for you, I want you to look. Now mine says this, I help X to achieve Y so they can do Z. A strong headline is the first steps in result driven LinkedIn influencer marketing. This is so important. Most people put coach, financial advisor, business owner, sales rep, whatever it is. Look, guys, it's down here. I can go down here and see my experience. I can say, oh, I'm a CEO of founder, standard authority. Don't waste that space. This is the time to be able to really put your audience in and tell them be customer facing forward. I help X, who do you help? Identify your audience so they can self-identify yes or no, that they're you. Like, oh my God, that's me. To achieve Y, this is what you do. This is what your service does to help them achieve. And so they can do Z is why they buy. They don't buy your service for your service. They buy your service or they hire you based on the outcome they receive from your service. So that's what I want you to think about when you put your headline. I help X, let's say it's entrepreneurs, to achieve Y, to achieve influencer status, so they can, you know what? help change the world, make more money. There's a m- multiple different things, mm-hmm. but think mm-hmm. about that as you go in. I mean, and that's really, really important when you're doing the headline. Make sense? Love it. All
0: right, so. And simple. And I, mean, I mean, and if I anyone mean, if wants to here, try it out. Literally go do this in five minutes if you put a little yeah. thought to it.
1: And do it, try it out. Yeah. If you go in and make a statement, do your headline, if you post it in the comments below, I'll make sure if I don't see it, I'll make sure Brad's team gets to be in, and I'll give you my thought on it. I'm happy to, this is what we're here for, right? I mean, I told Brad, I'm here, I'm all in. So I'm all in. We're here to be able to help you out. So if you want to be in and go, give me your I help X to achieve Y so they can do Z headline. I will go in and look at it and I'll give you my thoughts on it.
0: So appreciate
1: as we move on from there, and this is how you change everyone. See these old pencils? This is where you kind of go in. We want to make sure we're doing these things. Next, what's really important is your about section. LinkedIn is not a resume. Let me stop and say it again. LinkedIn is not a resume. This is a place for people to be able to connect. It used to be. Now, if you're looking for a job, yes, it can be a resume. But if you're looking to be able to get hired for your services, remember I said people connect. I start off. I tell them what I do. My 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 why. There's no no B to B or B. There's only H H. Human human connection. Every company is run by another human being. Y'all all heard me say that in the beginning. I stand by that. I we have forgotten how to connect and engage in a digital age of automation. LinkedIn hates automation. So if you try and use automation, you are risking your account of getting booted. So I'm allowing people to understand who I am first, a little bit about what, you know my background, a little bit of what my company does, but I've got a company section to be able to say that and then give them a little bit more. Talk about a book, author of Balances Bullshit, Why I Believe This, Father of Two. I want people to go, man, I resonate with that person. And then, look, I don't want to have want to go, Oh, I want to connect with Josh. Man, how do I? uh... Oh, here's his contact information. If they had to click again, we've potentially lost that person. So put it right there. Hey, put a call to action, put an email. Here's an amazing trick right here that phone number, it's a Google voice number. Okay. I'm giving my secret away live right here. No one can ever, I rarely tell anyone this, but look, it gives the perception that you can call me directly, but it will go directly to a voicemail that we check. But people want to be able to have people read. Some people read, some people listen to audiobooks, some people watch YouTube. So they have ways of interpreting information. Other people, it's the same with how they want to connect with you. Give them multiple ways to be able to connect with you because we don't want any resistance. The passive leads to resistance is opportunity. So we want to be able to do that. I mean, I've even got a link in here to be able to grab 15 minutes with me anytime that someone wants to be able to do that. So make sure this is going. Next, make sure you have different rich media. Again, you can add it right here. I've got testimonials. I want people to connect with me. I want them to hear someone else talking about me. I want them to hear my voice. So after we're done, I'm probably going to ask Brad for a copy of this, and I'm going to post it on here because I want everyone to be able to go in and listen to what's going on. I have different things around my book, old pictures. You know, we've got all kinds of different things. I That's what I want people to be able to do because what we're trying to do is get profile views, post views, search appearances. That's where opportunity comes. And they can go in here and add your experience. If you go in my experience, I've got more than five. It'll keep on going and keep on going. It goes all the way back to when I used to work at Chili's back in high school. <laughs> because guess what? That's human connection. Someone go, oh my God, you worked at Chili's? Dude, mm-hmm. I did too. And that's so an opportunity for connection. Yep. I say this, this is my door to the couch mentality. You know, Brad, we've all heard that whole sell me a pen, right? You know, This is mm-hmm. sales training 101. Hey, sell me this pen. If I knocked on your door and I was like, hey, my name's Joshua B. Lee and I'm here to be able to sell you this, pen, you're closing the door on me before I even have half of that out of my mouth. But if, if we're sitting on the couch, we're hanging out, there's some kind of emotional connection where there's a reason. We know each other for some reason. And we say, oh, wow, I relate to him. And I'm like, Brad, man, check out this pen. I don't have to do much more than that. You're going to take that pen and look at it because we've got the connection. So fill out your profile as much as possible. Make sure you have your full experience, your schools, any certificates, volunteer experience. Look, every month for the last six years, except for recently during COVID, I go to Dell Children's Hospital and dress, dress up as Spider-Man for the kids. These are things that I share. People go, why would I? Most people don't even think to put that on their profile because they're like, oh, that's a business profile. Love I can't, that. Yeah. no, I want to know everything about you. Take that time out. Same thing with your skills, everyone. These are the skills. They're amazing. If you the skills that you have on your LinkedIn profile are not what you want, Hit that little arrow, change it. You probably got endorsed by other things. You can move whatever top three you want to the top. Let's say it's not even there. You think when I started, they had LinkedIn marketing as a skill when I started this years ago? No, I added my own skill and then I got my endorsements for it. So if what you do, you have not already been endorsed for, but that's what you want to be known for. Add your own skill. Put it at the top. Top three are what people look at. Recommendations. You can ask for five a day. Make sure you do this. Because look, maybe one out of every five people might do a recommendation. These stand the test of time. If you go back to all mine, they go back all the way to 2004. Brett, I mean, you've been running a visit for a long time. How many times have you ever had someone reach out to you and go, Hey, Brad, man, like someone you know or something? you were Hey, I'm going for a new job, man. Can I put you down as a reference and just jump on a phone call and say, I'm, I'm an amazing person. Yeah. It happens, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, well you're like, yeah, fine. I mean, you don't have, you know, there's not one way or another, but you don't have a bad ill will about that person. So you're like, cool. Cause once I get in the phone call, I can say it and it's done out of sight, out of mind. LinkedIn recommendations last the test of time. Go in there, go reach back out to people. They can go in and go, wow, man, back in 2004, people were still liking Josh. They haven't, not, they haven't yet been like, oh, screw this guy. So, huh. you know, that's what we want to be able to see that you've been able to be able to help
0: people throughout the years. So, so them, I'm going I'm gonna... to, step in here real quick, Josh. And because this is, once again, I told you, I'm going to spam this a little bit. So we're so new, or I should say financial services is so far behind when it comes to technology. A lot of the suitability and compliance is not caught up. So once again, on some of the recommendations, on the posting, on the profile, you're with a BD, you're with an RIA, you start there before you do anything on LinkedIn. So I just want to I want to say that because everything that Josh is sharing here is gold. And it's it's quite universal. The issue is sometimes in our space, there are things you can and cannot do. So I just once again, I want to say that again, before you do anything, update the profile, send out messages. I know even in our space, we've got Smarsh that archives all of your social posts. So just make sure everything you're doing fits into those guidelines. Run it by your compliance and suitability officers first then do the stuff that Josh is telling you, or at least the stuff yeah. that you're allowed to do that Josh is telling you.
1: Thanks, so, Brad. Cause yeah, I mean, I haven't run, I haven't run their businesses and I haven't lived their lives. So I can't be them without them. So I don't, I'm sharing what I know based on what we do, but always follow the rules within your own industry.
0: So, so here's a question from Josh, a okay. real life advisor that I know. Do you recommend that people purchase sales navigator through LinkedIn or is that necessary? Yes. yes. Great question.
1: Let's transition to that. Right. So this is a huge piece. There's two different ways that I teach and work with my clients. I hate cold calls and I hate cold emails. So I don't ever do it. If I wouldn't do it to myself, because I, look, I've done a lot of things that I would not want to be done in my past. Look, I'm not, not going to call myself a saint by any means, but I try and be better now. I want to be able to be better and make this world better, not only for my kids, but for everyone's kids. So I do things that I would only want to happen to me. So on one side, we have our, of our engagement engine. We engage with people that engage with us. So when we're posting out clear, consistent content, everyone that's liking, commenting, going through, we're reaching being out to connect with them. We're, those are where we start our engagement and connecting with them and appreciate them for doing these things. On the other side with Sales Navigator, where most people use it as a spamming or marketing tool, we use it as a social listening tool. And it's really important by the way they do it. And I mean, I tell everyone too, if one client cannot... Cover the eighty nine dollars a month or eighty dollars a month for Sales Navigator, then LinkedIn's not the platform for you anyway. I mean, it is not a platform to be able to sell widgets for twenty bucks. It is for a higher end service. So that's a self identifier, real quick. If you like one closing one client won't make you hundred dollars. Well, that that helps you real quick. LinkedIn's not the platform for you. I'm just going to be one hundred percent honest. So. Talking about sales network, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, Brad, you and I talked about this as well, too. We use this as a social listening tool. So let's ask the question. Why does everyone in this world, I don't care who you are, where you are, what you do, first and foremost, above all else, even if you don't know it, why does everyone post online? Let's see. Uh, yeah, this is... We'll give everyone a comment, you know. Three or four.
0: And I already know the answer, so I'm not going to spoil it. So yeah. <laughs> so what's to, to rehash what Josh just asked. What's the number one reason that people post online? Throw your guesses in in the comments. I'll have my team throw some of the some of the guesses in here, and this this could yeah. get interesting. This question, it is. But I mean, that, that's while we're pieces, waiting for right? a few of those yeah. to feed in, I just want to hit Josh's comment, who asked on the uh, the Sales Navigator. Um, yeah here's what I would say, Josh, on the recommendations. And this once again, goes back to the compliance conversation. Now, RIAs, IARs, obviously you cannot have testimonials. I think many in our space would consider a recommendation, a testimonial. So once again, start with the BD, the RIA, whatever regulatory body you live under as a financial advisor. And this is, we got people from the UK on here. So that's a whole nother country with different guidelines. Right. Start with compliance and suitability. They will tell you the rules to the game that you're playing, and then just follow the rules. It's really okay. no different than anything else you do in financial services. So here's a guess from Logan to get attention. Okay. Uh, guess from Josh to connect. Not bad yeah. guesses. Those are the first so two. Look, I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. So you know, look, let's just give just, him the punchline, or let's just go into it, right?
0: Let's yeah. give him the punchline.
1: <laughs> so look, I mean, above all else, we all post to be able to get engagement, right? We post to get those likes, to get those comments. Basically what that is, is to get that hit of dopamine every time that we get one of these. It's like, yes, like, someone saw what I did. So they, they, they liked or commented on it. That makes us feel good. That gives us a hit of dopamine. So that's what I want you to think about, right? I mean, that's before everything else. I mean, we'd say it's like to get, you know, to be an advocate, to be able to be all this, but that's really what it's all about, right? I mean, we, yeah. even though we don't realize it subconsciously, we, we get a little high off of that. So that's what we want to be. We want to be dopamine dealers. We want to be able to listen to our clients first, not spam them. So that's what I use Sales Navigator for because it shows me, out of my ideal avatar, who's posted online in the last 30 days. And then now I can go and engage on their content first, give them that hit of dopamine, like, comment, and then I can reach out to them and, and start with appreciation. And Brad, I saw your recent post, man. I know you probably saw I liked it. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you posting that. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So I have more, more people like you within my my content, right? We're just being human. The things that we talk about and how we treat people, it's just the same things that our mothers and fathers taught us as kids, right? The golden rules to be able to treat people the way you want to be treated, to be able to be, you know, respectful, be nice. And that's what we do. That's why it resonates so well. Because we're not, we're just teaching people how to be human online again in a world of automation. So right. when I say that, let's go into it. Let's show them real quick,
0: the, the sales navigator. Of, so the opposite of about the last 50 like, yeah. connections I've got. But which one, once again, I think one of the things we talk about a lot at our company is if everybody else is doing this, you want to show up differently. I mean, that, that's right. marketing in general. If, if you're just another voice in the crowd, you're just going to blend in. And what you're doing is, one, one of my clients, he calls it, you're scratching the record. You're showing up differently. So I, I love that. And there's
1: so much noise already out there. We have to be able to break that noise. We want to be those butterflies and you want to, that scratch in the record, right? That makes you go, whoa, that's different. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece, right? It's rare that someone reaches out and sends you a personalized message to thank you for what you're doing. Because the average person on LinkedIn gets less than 1% engagement ratio. So when you get in there, you do it. You're one of those people It stands out, you're creating space not only to be heard, but you're creating space for them so they feel that they have been heard. And that's important to be able to create space on both sides of the relationship because that allows opportunity to happen. So we're in sales navigator, right? I mean, I go in right out the gate to be able to come in here and I do lead filters. You know, this is really where it's important. Actually, I apologize. We want to make sure, yeah. We're in here. So this allows us to be able to kind of go through and it gives us multiple different ways to be able to reach out to someone. So well, saying, and i'm just going to put a couple in here real quick so we can show the united states i want to do second degree connections cuz look i want someone that at least knows me by one degree the the 7 degrees of separation kevin bacon right whatever it is <laughs> some of the things i say in here i just they're hey, like I wow heard, he, he's older kevin than bacon i realized
0: really. hey the kevin bacon <laughs> game made it to kansas too you're good there we go there we go
1: so like if there was one, the people that you help, what industry would you say that you really see a lot of opportunity, Brad? If one of these stand out? Well,
0: well, right now, I think one of the things that's happening, I mean, you've got COVID-19 and the craziness and I can't even imagine being in the healthcare industry right now. But if you look at the opportunity in our world in the financial advisor space, I think it's some of those industries that have been decimated. So travel, mm-hmm. okay. tourism. Let's lead. say that, right? Let's I don't know if airlines is something. Leisure
1: like. travel and tourism. Okay, let's go, go there.
0: So because now, a lot of those people probably lost their jobs, which means advisors could offer them great advice right now, navigating this financially. So maybe
1: exactly. That's- so sure. we kind of go in, look, I, I only speak English, so that I'm kind of limited on that, but we can go in there, we can go a senior, senior level, we can go, oh, you know, we want to deal with the business owner, you know, owners, stuff of that nature. We can, there's lots of different things we can go and do, but for, we're not trying to be able to cast a huge wide net. Is it's it not like we possible? Have, have.
0: Can you filter by recently lost their job or transitioned out of their job? Is that a... so? You have different people right here, right?
1: So you've got years in current position, less than one year. Hmm. That would be the best way to, for me to be able to show that. someone now, I'll show you something even interesting. So you you can because look, we go in here. Let's say you know we go in here and I'm like, all right, this works for right now. I'm going to go in here when you're going through. Now you really want to dial in. Look, change job in the past ninety days you've got it right here. So that's only 3.5 thousand. That's a much better thing. Now me, I go in here and I look at right. post- so real
0: quick because we've got a bunch of beginners on here, including myself. So what you just filtered by is the travel industry, people that have switched jobs in the last 90 days. Right. So that's
1: what we've got right here. People that have changed job in the last mm-hmm. 90 days. This is two months, two months in the row, right? Two months, three months, one month, one month. So people are changing, they're jumping around and you can actually be able to go in, be able to look at different things mm-hmm. like that. So me personally, like I don't look on that side a lot, but some of my clients do. The biggest thing that we look at is this. We want to go on who's posted on LinkedIn in the last 30 days, because this gives us the opportunity to engage and give them that hit of dopamine and allows me to go in and go, oh, I want to look at Jordan. Oh, let me look at Jordan's. Okay, Scott, you know, he, he commented a week ago and now I can actually like on Jordan's post reach out. Now, make sure you're looking at what he's talking about. If it's something that's just not appropriate to reach out and appreciate him for posting, again, common sense factors. But you can like and comment and then you can reach out. And now I can pull up Jordan's profile. I can hit the connect button and do a personal message. Hey, Jordan, I saw your recent post, man, about a week ago. I, I really appreciate that. That was amazing. I'd love to be able to connect with you and so i can have more of that kind of those kind of posts within my my feet right this allows us to be able to start building that relationship with them it's a much better way to be able to reach out and connect with someone rather than going just send an invitation without a message or hey jordan i see you're wearing glasses me too let's connect
0: this person jordan's probably
1: probably watching right now he's like dude (laughs) i never told him to look at my profile
0: so just to be clear here all of that filtering so to go back to Josh's question, should I or should I not get Sales Navigator? All of this filtering is by purchasing Sales Navigator that you have access yeah. to this. Because we can go in,
1: we go to a relationship, and now it's even smaller. Because Look, I can't deal with 35,000 or 11,000 people. But if I go to this second degree, I can definitely probably reach out and be able to start doing 717 people. And they always have a relationship. I have some kind of shared relationship with them on LinkedIn. Wow. Okay. So, so that's the, a much more easy seven hundred and seventeen so, is a so much easier way to be able to go about it than being eleven thousand people. That's exhausting. Okay,
0: so, so let's do a real life case study. This is what's so fun about this. But my light bulb is <laughs> coming on here. So I've got a great office there up in the Detroit, Michigan area. Obviously, okay. you've got the Big Three car dealership. But, yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, let's, I won't go fast.
1: Let's, let's reset it all. Okay. Okay. So you want Detroit?
0: We want Detroit, Michigan. Okay. We okay, want one million people we want uh they're they're somehow in the the car industry for gm automotive, automotive. there you go perfect okay um, now we went
1: from one million and two hundred thirty thousand,
0: and then let's so call it second degree, second degree connections because we well know mine will be different know. i will see how many mine might
1: drop you way too low because i'm not in your industry so yeah i dropped 681 real quick but let's let's leave that off for now to go for okay. other ones because look, I don't have a lot of connection in the automotive industry, so
0: which is what's I was amazed to get. It's,
1: I was amazed to find six hundred eighty one yeah. that I. have
0: So right now, if I was in Detroit, Michigan, and I just read, "Hey, GM's laying off a bunch of workers because the insanity that's going on right now, where you know they can't so build cars, less than, or than one year, cars, yeah,
1: less than one year. Do are there anyone specifically you talked to? They have specific titles, functions company headcount um, usually Does that i would say
0: it's people in kind of the management level of, okay. of those type of companies
1: so we kind of go into manager
0: okay wow let's
1: just say manager we go right now let's Is just leave not, that
0: yeah okay go ahead. real quick so the less than one year would mean they've only been employed for one year correct right at their current so can company. we take that off and then will it still show us the people that have switched jobs yeah. in the last okay. so
1: now we go in we got up 475 of changed jobs in the last 90 days in detroit michigan wow now that doesn't allow us to be the social listening that allows us to be able to see these people please do not reach out to someone and just start spamming them hey let's connect let's connect let's connect let's connect connect, because that misses the whole post. now this gives you those people that have changed jobs now you could try to be able to go go across this list and then go to the thousand people that are under this that have posted on linkedin the last three now you can see two and be able to see the five months in a row two years in a row one year in a row one year one month so it allows you to be able to go in to be able to do that. So that, that lets you too. So I mean, that's where I would even kind of go in, like you said, and go, where is it?"
0: Company, well, yeah, so here, here's where I see this, I mean, this applying.
1: And then you can save the search. And oh, so the wow. cool thing about this Brown, is you save all these different searches because I don't want to have to go and remember, every time I save a search, every week, the search updates. And then it only shows me the people that fell into this category in the last week. Hmm which is much better to be able to go into. I'd rather know the new 10 people that fell in this category over the last week rather than the thousand that I'm having to go through and call through every single time.
0: So here's an interesting idea where you could use this tool right here. I've seen a lot of financial advisors over the years have a lot of success where they throw, say they're, they've got a concentrated niche client base. Let's say they work at Ford and yeah. they've, they've helped five Ford executives over the last 10 years kind of navigate their individual retirement plan and transition into retirement. Well, a lot of times they would do what I would call like more of a private dinner and say, hey, are there other Ford you know, executives that are navigating the same thing that need help? Hey, I'll host a dinner, we'll come in and I'll share two, three, four topics that are very relevant and specific to just your retirement plan and some things you might wanna think about. Well, right. can't do that now, right? You're not, nobody's going to dinner with anyone. But what we could do, I mean, we're on Zoom right now. You could do a virtual round table same thing, use that LinkedIn tool. Now you've got those second degree connections that know people that you've already worked with and you could even stimulate that conversation with existing clients. Hey, maybe you've got a circle. Once again, what, why are we doing this? We're giving our time, we're serving the financial advisor community because like, hey, they're navigating this virtual world. That's why this conversation's happening. That's why the private virtual advisor Facebook group exists so we can serve and create a conversation around it. I'm going to assume it's going to work for financial advisors that s- choose to step up and serve during this time too. Would you say that's fair? I mean, what are your thoughts along this yeah. line?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean, this is, what you're laying out is perfect in alignment. I mean, this is, you want this to be human, right? I mean, that's always the biggest thing to be able to connect and really engage with other individuals. And that's kind of where the other side leads, right? I mean, we talk about going into, when you're posting that content and being able to engage, like, I know you wanted me to kind of show like a, an outline on how to be able to connect with these people after you engage, like after you appreciate them, what do you do next? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Which by the way, I think for those that are watching live, wherever you're watching, I know we're on Twitter because Josh wanted to stimulate his old Periscope audience that has missed him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think we're on Twitter now. We're on Facebook. We're working on LinkedIn. We'll get there eventually, but working um, together on it. Yeah. We're Josh is going to, you know, pull out all the stops for me. He knows people, but on that note, Josh was kind enough to share like three different resources. They're already available in the private Facebook group. He also went above and beyond and is going to gift some of his time and actually hop in there and look at some comments, some questions. So, and I mean, was, I
1: know we're kind of running. You know, yeah. we've been doing this for a while. I just want to make sure that I I give as much as I try with everything to be able to give as much as possible. So if there's there's anything that we're missing, Brad, um, if you want to go into the message, we can. We can also. Do a secondary follow-up we need to a live to be able to go into it deeper. Whatever you feel you'd like to be able to take the world.
0: I think at this point, so far I feel like I haven't completely messed up this live streaming thing. So maybe what we do is we, we kind of wrap here and then we'll be in the private Facebook group. So once again, if you're Why out there- Why don't
1: we do that? We could do a follow-up and go into the, the messaging aspect within that. So look, if you guys want to see a follow-up to this live, I'm going to do a second one. With Brad, if he's up for it,
0: specifically
1: only for the Facebook group. Oh, perfect. and we're going to go into what I'm doing, my engagement engine directly. i just we've just scratched the surface on there. We're going to really go into and go a little bit deeper because there's only other ways to be able to get this type of information is one to hire me, two to go into a, one of my master classes, or now three. We're going to if Brad's up for it, I'll go in and we'll, we'll lay out a little bit more of the messaging sequence on how after Connect. How to now we've talked about how to engage and connect, but how do we actually convert and grow? And we can do that within the group if you if you're up for it.
0: Josh, you're the man. Uh, <laughs> and this goes back to a rule that I learned a long time ago. It's great people, the circles that you you run in. It kind of takes us full circle back to the original part of the beginning of this conversation. I was introduced to you by John Broman, who I have the utmost respect for. He's made me a yeah. better Better dad, better husband. And let's say that too, dads. right?
1: If you're a dad, check out Front Row Dads because it's no been doubt. one of the best investments, best groups I've ever been. It's it's changed my not only my life, my children's lives as well. And I'm, I, that's why we're here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that was John Broman was the mutual connector that I'm like, oh my gosh, everything Josh just shared in the last 30 minutes is I got to get this in front of the financial advisor community. So I'm going to close. I'm going to do what the financial advisor community fully... Knows they have to, which is I'm going to read a blanket disclosure to make sure that we cover all our bases here. And I'm going to say this one last time. I said it at the beginning, I said it at the middle, I'm going to say it at the end. Before you run with any strategies that Josh talked about here, go to whoever covers your compliance and suitability in the world that you live in. Start there. I can't stress that enough. So, with that, this interview is provided for informational purposes only. Financial professionals are ultimately responsible for the use and implementation. Of strategies discussed and should be aware of all applicable compliance requirements, investment advisors are highly encouraged to seek pre-approval from any applicable broker-dealer or RIA prior to implementing new marketing techniques. Neither the Elite Advisor Blueprint or Advisors Excel or the Virtual Advisor Community or Joshua B. Lee or anybody else guaranteed the results from the strategies discussed today. So, I don't like to end a conversation that way, but I wanna I wanna make sure I cover all the bases here. So I just wanna say thank you, Josh. You're the man you overserved today, and your time's valuable. So thanks for sharing it with the audience today.
1: Yeah, of course. And we can end on now. Did everyone see all the secret items that we hid in our room for you to find? Make sure you put them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all doing on live, right? We're all going what's what's behind them where are they at right now i mean that's what i do with the so
0: so, number one none of our kids like zoom bombed us normally i'd have a four-year-old running in so that didn't happen somehow you gave yourself a haircut that looks incredibly good by yourself i need a tip there (laughs) we we were joking before i went live i'm like i'm either going to come out of this with jesus hair or like a one guard buzz one of the two but it's oh yeah it's that's getting, that's
1: what everyone's kinda of going to right now. Now if I could just let my son, even though I swear when my father used to cut my hair as a child, I said I would never do that, my son. Now I'm like, please dude, let me let me cut your hair. He's like, No, I don't you need to take me to the place the place that gives him a massage too when I get my hair cut. And I'm like, Brother, if I cut my own hair, we can get yours too. So it's it's funny on how all of a sudden our, our new new world is uh is changing what we actually believed. And, and that's the whole thing, right? That's what we talked about today. Let's change together what it looks like to be able to actually connect and really engage with our ideal clients and treat them like other human beings. And it's amazing the opportunities that will
0: come your way. For sure. Well, I appreciate it, Josh. Thanks for joining. And we'll continue the conversation in the Facebook group. Love it, my friend. Bye. Thanks, my man. We'll see you. This week's review comes to us from user Bear Southpaw. A must listen for advisors, five stars. I've been connected with Brad on LinkedIn for a while and finally jumped into the podcast. I'm kicking myself for not listening in sooner. This podcast is a phenomenal way to hear from industry leaders as they share their experience and insights. Brad has built something special here and as a young advisor, it is much appreciated. Whether you've been in the industry three months or three decades, it's well worth your time. Well, thanks for the kind words. Mr. Bear Southpaw, whoever you may be out there. It's interesting as I look back in my time in financial services, I think there's such an opportunity right now with all of the virtual mentors and not even including myself in that category, but just all of the thought leaders out there that really, if you're willing to be a student, you can have a a master's, a graduate level degree in financial services and business building and connecting with clients and basically any aspect of the game of the financial services industry that you want to work on. So I love the fact that you're out there, you're learning. That is one common theme I've seen over and over the highest, the ultra high level performers in any industry. They're lifelong learners. They're constantly curious and they're constantly getting better. So I'm glad my show can be a part of that journey for you. And if you make it through Kansas, please stop by and say, Hey, one of these days when we can all get together. And by the way, I'd love to connect just in person So feel free, brad at bradleyjohnson.com to connect with me personally. love to learn more about your practice and your journey. Well, that's it for this week. And as a reminder, for those of you that have interest in diving deeper or figuring out how you may be able to have our team help you implement many of the ideas shared on the show, my day job happens to be consulting financial advisors from all over the country on how to grow their business and design a practice that serves them. Yes, I promise it's possible to grow your business while working less. It's a model we've replicated over and over in markets all over the country. So if you'd like to apply to see if it makes sense for us to have a one-on-one conversation on how to overcome what may be getting in your way, you can do that at bradleyjohnson.com forward slash apply. takes about five minutes to fill out the application so we can understand what your business looks like, what challenges you may be facing, and how myself and my team may be able to help. Taking the first step, it's as simple as applying at bradleyjohnson.com forward slash apply. So that's all for this week. Thanks for listening in and I will catch you on the next show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Elite Advisor Blueprint. For access to show notes, transcripts, and exclusive content from our show's guests, visit bradleyjohnson.com. And before you go, I've got a quick favor to ask. If you're liking the podcast, you can help support the show by leaving your rating and review on iTunes. Not only do we read every single comment, but this will help the show rank and get discovered by new listeners. It really does help. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode. The information and opinions contained here